Hi friend, welcome to Sugar Savvy. I'm so glad you're here. We had such a great New Year's here. The snow is just softly falling. The kids are back at school. My daughter is, my youngest is in the other room playing with her toys. You might be able to hear her a little bit. But I'm really excited to talk to you about what I have to offer today. I'm talking to you about goals and I'm going to give you nine tips to reaching your sugar goals. Some of these tips may go more along the lines of creating goals, but either way, nine tips to creating goals or achieving them. I love what I have here. I'm excited to talk to you about it. I hope you've made goals, first of all. Goals are really good in that they give our brain a focus, a direction, an incentive. Without them, we kind of live at the effect of life instead of making things happen. It's really good to have a goal. So, tip number one is commitment over motivation. We start a goal very motivated, and that's really good. You need to be motivated when you start something. I encourage you to create goals that you really want to achieve, not something that you feel like you have to do or something. I want you to pick goals that you are motivated by, that you want to do, that sound fun, that are going to help you evolve to be a better you. Now, at some point along the line of you achieving your goal, motivation starts to dwindle as the goal becomes quote-unquote real. As what you have to do in order to achieve that goal as that becomes more real and maybe a little bit more mundane, the motivation starts to dwindle. That doesn't mean something's gone wrong. It's not a reason to quit. You have to know that that is normal. Motivation is not always going to be there, but your commitment to your goal can help you override the motivation, meaning I'm committed to this regardless of how I feel about it. So, You might be really motivated at first to eat healthy. And then all of a sudden, after a few weeks, the broccoli is not looking so motivating anymore. You're like, oh, shoot. Doesn't mean something's gone wrong. It doesn't mean you need to pick a goal or change it or anything. You just have to be committed to your goal and just know, yeah, of course, I'm not always going to be committed to eating healthy. I'm not always going to be committed or sorry, sorry, take that back. I'm not always going to be motivated to eat the broccoli, to eat the vegetables, to exercise, to get up early, whatever your goal is. I'm not always going to be motivated to that, but I'm committed to it. Big distinction. Again, I think motivation is really important in the beginning. If there's no motivation to even get started, we we might be struggling a little bit more than than maybe some other goals, but motivation is important in in the beginning. Commitment is what can override that though. Commitment is what you need long-term. Okay, number two, find a strong why. Find your why. Why are you doing this goal? What is the purpose? What are you hoping to achieve from it? Why do you want this? I can't state the importance of this enough. I have gone after goals without having a why. And again, once the motivation was gone, I found found that my commitment wasn't really there either if I didn't have a strong why, if I didn't know really why I was doing it or what I wanted to get out of it. If I was just doing it to to do it, 
Not a good reason. Find your why and understand it. Maybe go deeper. Okay, why do I want to eat less sugar? And then, well, why that? And keep going until you find your hard, strong, solid why. And doing so might help you realize, um, it might help you see if your why is good enough or not. And you might you might find some truth in there where you're like, oh, I want to change my why. I want it to be because of this reason. And you might direct your thoughts another way. Sometimes that can happen as well. Okay, tip number three, consistency. Consistency matters. And here's the thing. I think sometimes people shy away from goals because they're like, well, I know I can't be consistent at it. Let me tell you, you get to decide what consistency is in your goal, in your journey. You get to decide. And when you make a mistake, learn from those mistakes. But consistency matters because consistency is what is going to help it become um, a natural part of your life and something that's more long-term. So maybe it is, okay, I'm not going to have any sugar until past noon. I'm going to start with that. Just start getting really good at being consistent at that. Like you can work on consistency as you maybe break down larger goals into smaller goals. Work on being consistent at the small ones. Maybe a large goal is to only have sugar once a week, but maybe right now you're consuming it every day. So you're going to break that goal down into smaller goals and Get really consistent at, like I said, maybe not having it till noon at first. But you keep having it every day, but just not till noon. Then maybe after that you start, okay, only after dinner am I going to have sugar and it's just going to be a small piece. And then after that maybe it's, okay, I'm going to take one day of the week out where I don't have any sugar. But as you start getting consistent at whatever your goal is, that is going to help you create really good habits and get to your long-term goal. I do encourage you if you have a huge, a really big goal to um, break it down into smaller goals and get consistent. Okay, what am I on? One, two, three, four. Tip number four is be realistic about your goal. If you have never been one to exercise consistently and then you're like, well, I'm all of a sudden going to go run five miles every day. That might not be super realistic. Let's build up into a stronger goal. Again, this kind of goes along with breaking your larger goals down. Maybe it's, I'm just going to go walk for 20 minutes today or 30 minutes today. Or I'm going to start with half a mile, whatever it be. I want you to be realistic about your goals. This is going to keep you out of overwhelm. And only you can decide what's realistic because Only you know your goal and only you know your lifestyle and what you want to create, what you want to get out of it. But again, sometimes when you feel this surge of motivation, this desire to change, this excitement to create a new goal, we set ourselves up for failure by creating a goal that's unrealistic. But we don't think that it's unrealistic because we just have all this motivation and we're excited and we just want to get going and we just want to see what we're capable of. And all the excitement, the capability, all that is really good, but we got to be realistic and set realistic goals so that we don't create burnout for ourselves and overwhelm. Okay, number five, 
create sustainable goals. And and this could go this could go either way. When specifically when we're talking about reaching your sugar goals, I want you to create a goal that's sustainable. I don't want this to be well, I'm going to go off sugar for 4 months and then we'll see. Then I can eat all that I want. I just want to see if I can do this for 4 months. That's more willpower. That's like let's see if I can do this and then I'm going to eat everything I want. That's not good for your health first of all. And and really what's the purpose of that? I want you to pick a goal that's sustainable that's more of a lifestyle change. And that also goes back to the previous goal. Make it realistic. Make it sustainable. Something that you're like, yes, this is a goal. This is something I want to live by daily, forever, for my life. Like This is something I just want to incorporate to my daily life because I know it's going to physically feel good. It's going to do me good. It's going to increase my brain function, All whatever. I want you to think, what is a goal that's sustainable? Really, really important when making a change with your health. What is sustainable for you? Okay. <clears throat> Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> Number six. I want you to think of your goals in terms of can do over can't do. I don't want you to think I can't have sugar. I can't have pop. I can't stay up late. I can't sleep in. I can't eat the pizza. I want you to think what you can do. Can do goals. That is much more productive for your brain. I can eat this salad filled with this and this and this. I can have this healthy fruit with this. I can do this. I can do these kind of exercises. And I'm going to be open with myself about when I do them. I want you to think of can do goals. I can have a treat once a week. I can have a pop on birthdays or weekends or holidays, whatever. I can eat the sugar when I'm out on a date with my spouse. Can do goals over can't do. The more we think of the things we can do, the more open we are, the more excited we are, the more probably motivation we'll find also instead of, oh no, I can't do that. I can't do that. can't do that. Those, that's going to just fill your brain with some negativity and it's going to close you off to creativity. Can do goals over can do. Okay, number seven, love yourself through your goals. I can't stress this enough. You do not have to wait to achieve a goal to love yourself, to like yourself, to appreciate yourself. The more you practice doing that now, the sooner, faster you'll reach your goal. I promise you, I've seen it in myself and I've seen it in others. Practice loving yourself. If you have practiced hating yourself, you're going to have to start with baby steps and that's okay. Maybe you can't go from I hate myself to I love myself. Maybe you're just like, hey, I'm human. Hey, maybe I'm capable of this. I could be really great at this. Start with baby steps of believing, but the more you practice that, I promise the more you'll find the commitment you need, the motivation, you'll find your strong why, you'll want to be more consistent. All these things will fall into place the more you love yourself. It is like, I just can't even express this enough how important it is. And I know this seems like such a simple thing, like, okay, yeah, I love myself. 
No, 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 no. The more you really, really put this into practice and you practice loving yourself, I promise it's life-changing. Do not underestimate this simple step, please. Okay, number eight, include God with your goals. I don't know who listens to my podcast. I don't know where your scale of belief is, but let me tell you mine just a little bit. I believe that we are created and we are sons and daughters of a loving heavenly father. And he who created us wants to help us be the best we can be. He wants us to take care of our bodies. He wants us to be healthy. He wants us to do what's best for us. And he wants to help us do that. So my tip is include God in your journey. Ask for his help. There is help he can give you that no other being can. Include God in your journey. Okay, the ninth one is seek help from a coach. And this comes from my own experience and from me coaching others. There is so much empowerment and awareness that comes when you have a coach helping you on your journey. It helps you see things that you didn't see, helps you catch some thoughts that you didn't realize you were having that are maybe holding you back from your journey. Having a coach is crucial and extremely helpful. And of course, I would love to be your coach if you are seeking for one or think that that would be helpful for you on your journey. I would love to coach you. If you want to sign up for Nourished, you'll get all my tools, all my classes, and my coaching. Okay, I hope these tips were helpful for you. I went through them fairly quickly, kind of all in a little nutshell. But again, I want you to take these tips and apply them specifically to your goals, to what you want in your lifestyle, what you're hoping long term. But I do think setting and creating and going after a goal is really important. Like I said, it gives your brain a focus, an incentive, a drive, and it gives you this place to, it gives you a space to grow and learn and evolve and become. And it's just extremely beneficial, extremely helpful. And so I hope if you haven't taken time to set goals yet, I hope you will. And then I really hope you'll take these tips to heart because these are things that I've used in my own journey that have helped me reach goals And again, when you reach goals, then I hope you just keep making goals because it's a great way to evolve yourself and see what you're capable of and and capable of, excuse me, and expand your talents and your abilities and your knowledge and everything. So take, create goals, take these tips. And if you have questions, you're welcome to reach out to me um, on Facebook or Instagram at the.sugar.coach or you can email me. And I'd love to hear from you. And more than anything, I hope you achieve your goals. Okay, talk to you next week. Bye-bye.